0: This podcast is brought to you by Eisner Award-winning Legend Comics and Coffee in Omaha, Nebraska, and supporting listeners like you. Go to TwoHeadedNerd.com and click Donate, or visit Patreon.com backslash TwoHeadedNerd to become a supporter today. Ha-cha! Yes. Ho, ho, ha Yes? Ho-ho-ha-ha! Remember me, old chum? You
1: jolly...
2: <laughs> Welcome to the Two-Headed Nerd Comic Book Podcast, first Facebook talk show, THN Cover to Cover. It is Saturday, March 23rd, and we've got a bunch of crap to talk about. c 2 e 2 is here, and we are not there. We're not there, no. No, we're stuck in We there. went one time. We're cursed. I've yeah. been a couple times. It's fun. Here's how it works. Every Saturday from 11.30 to 12.30 Central Standard Time, when we're not late, Joe and I are talking all things comics with you nerds. We're doing it live. You can call us at 402-819-4894 or you can click the Facebook call now button if you want to get in on the action. If you can't call in live, you can leave us a message at any time. That number is always live. And I got rid of the woman that was asking your name because apparently she was too intimidating for you little yeah, boys. Yeah, really freaks people out. <laughs> it's like, calm down. Or you can always send us an mp3 to nerd at gmail.com. I'm going to...
3: I'm going to make myself more comfortable. Oh, man. Oh. Oh. I want my best Secret Wars t-shirt.
2: Bonus for the uh, piece at home. (laughs) For the live viewers. Before we get started, Joey. Yes. I'm ready. I need you to reset the new question of the week.
3: Okay. This week's question comes from Brian Domingos, God Emperor of the THN Forums. He's a badass. He asks, events can be all-encompassing and overwhelming with dozens of tie-ins and bloated installments, but... What is your favorite one-shot or side miniseries from a major event? Okay. Patrick says us nerds have a tough time talking even to robot women.
2: No, that's true. Yeah. I I get it, man. All women are scary, but robot women especially.
3: Arguably more scary. I would would say more scary. I
2: don't know. I had a thing for Jocasta for a while when I was young. Mm. And then they did that whole thing. God, it was so... When, like, the other robot came in and took over, and she was like, he raped me. It's was like, what is going on? Uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Some stories are best left forgotten. Yeah, <laughs> that would be a good one if we were going to uh, use it for Tales Too Terrible to Tell. We will continue to do TLDR on the regular show, by the way. That'll be for new stuff. Yeah,
3: that'll be for recapping um, yeah. recent events.
2: Okay. The donut disturb is turned off. The phone lines are open.
3: Let me get the new question of the week. So ready, I'm ready. Okay.
2: Oh, for the end, you mean? For the end. Gotcha. All right.
3: I'm trying to be prepared for you.
2: We saw IG88 is gonna make an appearance in the Mandalorian show, voiced by Taika Waititi. Yeah. What in the fuck?
3: I didn't even know that <laughs> IG88 talked.
2: Correct me if I'm wrong, but all I remember him is like bleeping and blurping. Bleeps and bloops, right? Yeah. Like blah, 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 blah. Right. Yeah. Something like that. I, that's how I remember yeah, it. Yeah, like Star Fox sounded on uh, the old Star Fox game, booboo waaba.
3: Booboo yeah. Uh, all right, so I know that we got a late start and I forgot to post the prompt until this morning, but hey, we're still here. <laughs> yeah, we're here. The phone lines are open.
2: Let's talk. I know we got at least a few people watching. Oh, uh, will you test it real quick? I just oh, want to sure. make sure Maybe that I turned off issue. the do not disturb correctly because Google changed everything like Hangouts is going away and now it's just Google Voice. So I just want to make sure that we're live and in full stereo. That looks good. Okay. But I hear it from. That's because I didn't plug this in.
3: That's all.
4: Professional. Okay.
3: Answer
2: it, though. Yep, cool. Right, yeah, cool. It's working. The phone lines are open. Uh, Disney and Fox merged. It is done. It happened. We've been talking about it for more than a year now. It's going to be a while before we see anything. Oh, yeah. Because we already saw Marvel's sort of like... We already know that they've got... Get on your mic. There you go. Get on your mic. Yeah. We already know that
3: they have plans for things that do not involve the Fantastic Four, the yeah. X-Men, got Shang-Chi, Chi. the Eternals, Black Widow, Black Panther 2. Right. Certainly a second Captain Marvel movie.
2: Of course. Um. But that does leave room for surprises, too. Yeah. They didn't say, they didn't say this is the full roadmap. Deal with it.
3: No, no. We don't have the full roadmap, and we won't until after Spider-Man far from home comes out
2: yes uh
3: july ain't too far from home no more
2: no that don't work okay it has to start with no like no road home gotcha ain't no road home no more gotcha gotcha yeah (laughs) (laughs) uh the phone lines are open kids this thomas branch says the fox bloodbath has begun r.i.p fox 2000 I mean, I'm not upset about it. A lot of people have freaked out and be like, "This Disney merger is terrible for creativity." Um, well, he
3: Fox 2000 was a, a division within the studio that mm-hmm. did, um, you know, smaller movies, more like artsy indie type stuff. if I'm remembering artsy fartsy shit. Yeah, yeah,
2: and so that studio's just gone. Yeah, but you Disney's still, just like, nope. But they've got their own. They've got uh, Miramax or whatever where they do all that crap. That's where all the Tarantino films. Yeah, I from. know, but like people worked for that <laughs> company. Is what <laughs> I'm, I'm sure saying. Like, still does their jobs. Yeah,
3: I'm sure they just slotted them over oh, yeah. a one for one transition.
2: Mickey and Goofy showed up and Yeah, they and, murdered and everybody at Fox two thousand. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Your time's up, huh? <laughs> Where's what? I've never heard of what? Oh, oh you <laughs> say what again,
0: motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs>
4: I shot Marvin in the face.
2: Uh, Zach Hollowell said he heard that the next Spider-Man is called Far from Homo and it's a homophobic Spider-Man. <laughs> just whips around telling everybody he's not gay the whole time. Thank you for calling THN Cover to Cover and saving our butts, caller. Who it is?
5: It's Brian Domingos. Brian Good. Domingos.
2: Yes, the question asker. You're getting all kinds of play on the show. I don't know what the deal is, but he's just like an idea man. Major pub. Yeah. yeah
3: because we're, we're we're doing the War Games uh, review that you're responsible
2: for, oh that we're blaming you god. for. god, I like sweat through on the my shirt show. while I was writing the end of it last night. I was so mad. <laughs> Reading the last four chapters of War Games, I was just done. And you could see it in my notes, it's like big capitalized, like what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Brian, what um, do you want to rap about today?
5: I didn't say that it was good. I said it was bad. No, you know, but it is. I'm glad it did not disappoint.
2: I got this fantastic idea that I would create this new segment where we review, where we recap really bad events and storylines. And from from days of yore, the next one is not 24 damn issues long. Yes. When I went into War Games, I was like, oh yeah, what was that? Like eight issues, ten issues? Nope. Twenty-four issues. It's a lot. There's it a lot of three fucking months. There's a lot of games going on. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sorry, Brian. Back to you. What do you want to talk about?
5: Um, yeah, it's a bad. It's a really bad comic. Like, it's an, thing, it's bad an exceptionally
2: comic. bad. Yeah, but it's, not just. It's, it's spect- bad story. It's spectacularly bad, bad yeah. art. Bad characterization. Really, the plot. Oh my god. D- there is uh, no plot. Enough-
3: the entire plot of War Games uh, requires Batman to be a complete idiot, right? Like, how do you not know that it's your plan from like the jump? <laughs> yeah. Totally. When the second you found out that everybody in Gotham got a letter to come to this meeting, Batman should have been like, "Oh yeah, that's mine." And that's how crime
2: works, too. You get a letter in the it's mail fine, and like, letter. "Hey, boss, we got a meeting tomorrow yeah. night on the <laughs> wharf." That's anyway, signed by nobody. Listen, let, we should go. <laughs> tune, in, <laughs>
3: tune into that. Tune into that whole yeah, mess yeah. for that. Brian, what's on your mind today?
5: Well, I I mean, like now that's going to be in my mind the rest of the weekend. I can't wait. <laughs> oh,
2: it's um, something.
5: I, um, so I, it's a couple of things. I was, I had a different answer for the question of the week up until like an hour ago. Um, because this morning I read the, um, the weatherman, the weatherman trade, uh, the first trade that came out a couple like last month. Uh huh. The image book um and it is so fantastic that I, like i was just sitting there and like thinking about it and just and it's it's um uh jody he cup he um is the writer and um nathan fox is the artist
2: yeah her name's spelled weird like hyk or something like that right
5: it's um yeah i can't think of what something it, like I, I don't yeah. have it in front i don't know how to say it either. but um yeah well it, and yeah it's the guy who does um sh- i think shirtless bear fighter yeah Um, but it's, it's awesome. And it's, it's so great. And it's like, the first issues are good. And then I kind of lost track of it and it rounds out. But, um, and I also have, uh, Joe Casey's Jesus freak that I'm working through.
3: Oh yes. That came out uh, this week, right?
5: Yeah. So I I happened to be at a comic shop for the first time in months and I saw one. So, um, so the two of those together, the Joe Casey and the Nathan Fox. Um, so my answer is, uh, the Zodiac miniseries they did for
2: dark rain. Oh, wow. The Zodiac.
3: Yeah, yes, yes. You guys
2: are going to have to refresh my memory.
3: It was a new Zodiac. He was crazy. Okay. Uh, Yes, I remember this. I I mean, I don't remember details about it, but I remember that era, and I remember that coming out.
5: Yeah, so Dark Rain is like the post- Civil War stuff where, where the uh, bad Norman Osborn in charge yeah, of
3: Yeah, After Secret yeah, Invasion, so Norman yeah. Osborn saved the world okay. from the Skrulls, Right. and they put him in charge of the government.
2: They're basically. like, you can have the Avengers. Yeah, you're You want to be the president? Yeah, you're too? The, <laughs> in
3: charge of Homeland Security. <laughs> president
2: Avenger. Yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> and so he forms his own Avengers team full of super villains and the Sentry.
2: It was great. Uh, and I and yeah, that. Yeah,
3: Zodiac. I remember really liking Zodiac.
2: Who, what was Zodiac? So, yeah, so, I don't remember. Zodiac. Zodiac—he's a
5: dude. He's got like one of those um, black sight black—you know—the masks that you, that they, the hoods they put on, like you know, torture victims. Right. Um, and he just he's wears that, and he's got a—he wears like a three-piece suit, and he's like an insane badass, and he's like kind of like a mobster, but he's like a supervillain. Okay. And it just takes—it just takes place in that like bad guys one kind of world where he's he's like an anti-villain instead of like an anti-hero.
2: Yes. I remember um, now. I just, saw, just found a picture of him.
5: But, but it's, it's three issues and it's, it's Joe Casey being crazy and Nathan Fox, like one of his first real major works. Um, and he's just amazing. And his, his pages are just full of violence and, and, you know, gore, but also like, it's just the technique just like oozes off the page. He's just yeah. fantastic. So, he was like, what if John Wick
2: just, was a bad, crazy person?
5: Yeah. It's, it's an awesome, awesome little mini series. Um, it was collected with a bunch of other kind of junk. Um, cause I, I found it on my shelf and I, cause they never released it individually, but, um, yeah, it's a cool little thing and it's, it's, it's a tie in to that big world, but you don't even need to read it on it. You know, the other stuff, you could just read that. And I don't know if it's on the marble app because I haven't checked, but, um, it's, um, I'm sure it's in a quarter bin somewhere for yeah. a quarter. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. He hung out with a guy named manslaughter Marsdale. <laughs> sure. <laughs>
3: Like he sounds they, like a, yeah. like
2: an indie wrestler to me. <laughs>
5: like, I, I love the kind of like the Joe Casey's corner of the Marvel universe. He oh, doesn't yeah. have that much of it, but, um, like that stuff. And he did that, the, the series that like America Chavez came from. Yeah. Um, like, cause he was like a co-creator of her and all that. Like, you know, I mean, she's been everywhere and they will probably be in a movie someday, but, um, she just was in that, um, that other kind of, I don't, I don't remember the name of the book she, he did with that. But um, it had, yes. there's just oh, so much cool yeah, stuff that he it does was, in those. Um, shit, what was that? I can't that? say it. It. It, can't was, say it was another kind of villain book. Yeah. Um, yeah. I can't say it. But, um, yeah, it, it, there's just, it's just fun stuff. And, like, again, The Weatherman is so good and interesting and got great twists. And um, I kind of was buying it for the artwork. And by the end, I was, like, there were a couple moments of, like, I had to, to stifle my oh shit at swimming lessons this morning because you know I didn't It's one thing I'm, I'm barely I'm barely paying attention to the toddler in the pool and then with my wife was with her but um you know I mean just, they know how yeah. to swim
2: right out of the womb though you just chuck them in the water and they go right mm-hmm. Yeah that's They do how it works. but then they
3: they do forget though they oh, do I, forget Kids are stupid I yeah. forgot
2: yeah.
3: Uh, that series was yeah. called Vengeance
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah. okay. Yeah. Yeah. But Joe Casey, Joe Casey oh. and Nick Dragota. I love Joe uh, Casey so arc. much. I love Nick Dragota too. Yeah, me too, man. <laughs>
3: uh, that is a very excellent answer, Brian, a deep cut. I had co- totally forgotten about
2: most of the stuff that happened during dark rain. We haven't seen the Zodiac since, have we? I don't think
5: so. Right.
3: Not really. Yeah.
5: I, I think he may, there may have been like an appearance, but nothing significant. Right. Okay. Um, yeah. And I mean, and that was what was that? 10 years ago at
3: this point oh yeah spot, at eight least eight yeah. at
2: least um
3: yeah oh i was i was at legend at the time so maybe not quite 10 but we're getting getting close i think
5: yeah maybe like i don't know eight yeah
2: since so there's the all these calls coming yeah. in but i don't see anything ringing it's really weird all right well we, brian i'm gonna open the phone line back up and see if these people can get through because we've got a bunch of people who are like
3: what's going on i'm trying to call yeah <laughs> all right
2: later guys all, all right, right man thanks brian you. Okay, the phone line is open. Try calling now, you jerks. We're just going to be quiet until you do. We're not saying a word. Just crickets. <laughs> Kidding. Meatloaf is live. No, it says I'm missing calls.
3: Uh, yeah, our buddy Meatloaf is uh, was tuning in live from C2E2 just to say hey. Yeah. Uh, Jer- he told us Jeremy Hahn says hello. Oh, nice. Uh, we interviewed him on the show years ago.
2: Show me the damn settings. What is going on here,
3: guys? We don't know what's going We're missing on. Missing calls we left and right. We don't know
2: what's going on. We've got like four voicemails. Oh, somebody got through. I don't know why or how, but they got through. I think they're all fighting. Thank you for calling THN Cover to Cover Caller. Who this? It's Zach Hollowell. Zach Hollowell. How are you, sir? I'm just waiting to get a haircut. How you boys doing? Where are you getting your hairs cut? Just did I just
6: went to some little fucking shop down the street. It's, oh, okay. My hair looks like shit. It doesn't matter what I do. Okay. I, are you a great clips man? I, Is it like that, I, I, or well, are yeah, you're pretty a, or are you more of much?
2: I'm a, a great. Cl- to, I'm a great clips go, man. Sport clips man. I figured. I you to go to Surly Chap, and then I was
6: like, I'm spending like thirty dollars to get my, hair cut, and like, like to get my hair cut and it still looks like shit. So what difference does it make?
2: Oh, stop it! You look yeah. adorable. Yeah. You stop it. Oh, thank you. What
6: do you want to rap about today, so, Zach? Uh, so I was thinking about all this, you know, Avengers End Game and all this stuff coming up. Uh, so. You know, it's way too big of an IP for them to, like, say, okay, Avengers, we're done in game completely. So I'm kind of thinking, you know, Avengers is going to continue. It's just obviously going to be new members. Mm -hmm. What members haven't we seen as part of the Avengers cinematic universe?
2: Mm -hmm. Who do you want to see next? Well, we know, like, Falcon's going to be there. Yeah. yeah. Probably War Machine. uh, We know some of them are going to stick around. Right.
3: So I'm still but, I'm still banking on uh, Bucky becoming the new captain.
2: America. I think so too. I'm, ta-
3: I, I'm talking about characters we haven't seen yet. Sure. No, I'm
2: just trying to round out a team first, um, and then we can go into yeah. that. Um, so what we
3: do, what we know
2: is that uh, we're getting a Black Widow movie, so she'll
3: obviously be around. Probably. We're getting, uh, and she has anything else to do. We're getting shows t- MCU. Shows on the Disney Plus app about Loki and a rumored one about uh, Bucky and the Falcon. M-Dot?
2: Right. Uh, this is M-Dot separate. Uh, yeah, that, those are the, those are the
3: Hulu animated shows. Okay. Yeah. Um, these would be like directly tied to the movies. Right. Uh, and there's a third one uh, that they're guessing is going to be about Vision and the Scarlet Witch.
2: So Vision will probably be there. Mm.
3: But as far as characters, we haven't seen
2: yet. Hmm. Spectrum. Oh yes, Monica Rambeau. Yeah, Spectrum. I'll bet she shows up. Yeah. Because, I mean, you introduce the idea, you introduce the character in Captain Marvel. Why the hell not have her grow up and be a hero? Yep. I you think know? that's a safe sure. bet. Yeah. I think it's a safe bet. And we bet have no black sure. ladies on the team. Come on. Yeah. You yeah. know? Uh, black Panther's going to be there, obviously.
3: Right. And he has not been an Avenger, really. True. He's just been kind of doing his own thing.
2: And I think it'd be cool if they were like, all right, you're in charge of the Avengers.
3: Do they make Captain Marvel in charge Double of the Conden. Avengers?
2: Yeah. The Maybe, yeah. Double actually, it's probably it probably is Captain Marvel. I bet she's running the Avengers. Or she says, "I don't want to be in charge. I'll be on the team, and I'm not. Mm. I don't want to be in charge." I could see her being like, "No way." So who else? God, I'm trying to
3: think of an Avenger that's not completely. You know who you replace Thor there's, with?
2: There's two easy answers
6: here. Here's guys. who you replace Thor with.
3: Don't say Beta Ray, Bill,
2: Hercules.
3: Okay, Hercules. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. Zach has two easy answers. What do you got?
6: the The answers are simple. She Hulk. Oh. Yes. Yes. You could totally do a She Hulk, and also. Fucking Wolverine. Uh, wow, I don't know. Put Wolverine on it. With the merger. Know. it's perfect. It would blow people's fucking minds.
2: It
3: would,
6: though. It
3: really would. It would. If Wolverine <laughs> was suddenly an Avenger. He's right. It,
2: it really would. It would blow people's heads off. I just don't see him doing it. There's no way. It was, will people? How long will it take no, audiences? He's an
6: Avenger for one fucking movie, and then he's like, okay, screw <laughs> sure, like, this. I'm you done. Guys are, this could, Like He can't stick around. Being part of a team yeah. sucks. Yeah, Totally. <laughs>
3: So will audience? How long will it take audiences to
2: um, get over Hugh Jackman? Get over Hugh Jackman? Yeah, I, I mean honestly, years? I don't know. I mean like we've had Hugh Jackman as Wolverine for twelve fucking years now. Ten years? I think longer
3: f-
6: than that. Longer than that. At least,
3: yeah. Two thousand is when right uh, X Men came out. So, so. goddamn more than fifteen years. How long ago did Logan come out? Two years ago
2: two or three years ago 2016 yeah. maybe yeah so 16 years i don't know i think okay. they're gonna have to be really careful if they introduce wolverine in any way they're gonna have to be really careful with the recasting how it's done
3: uh so phil lee in the chat says the new avengers members should be blade hercules spectrum and cersei, cersei. they are making an eternals they are movie making An eternals movie that is a good what? one a dark horse i don't what hate about- that at all
6: What about uh, Nova? Like, actual, not Nova core, just Nova. Straight up Nova. Dude, I
3: would love that. Yes. Richard Ryder. Give me Nova.
6: Richard Ryder. Give me
3: Nova. Not the kid,
2: although I do really like the kid. Yeah, the kid's okay. In the champions, and they, like, have depowered him and stuff. Yeah, I
3: love the idea that the Nova
2: Core were just like, "Uh, no,
3: you are a teenager. You can't have this helmet. You're you're too young. No. (laughs) Uh, JD Got a Catch says Beast and Wonder Man, which, of course, is the key to my heart. Beast and Wonder Man, best I think, buddies. Okay,
2: I think you could do, I think you could get to introduce, if you're going to introduce an ex-person, Beast is not a bad idea. Because right. no, like, while, while he's, you know, I like the actor that plays him in the new ones, uh, and he is there, but he's not Wolverine beloved. You know what I mean? Well, No, known. get
6: Kelsey Grammer. Go Kelsey Grammer all the way. <laughs> <laughs>
3: he still looks great. Frank Cirillo <laughs> says, uh, it will take one movie for people to get over Hugh Jackman if they get the right person. Yeah, if they do it right.
2: I definitely yeah.
3: agree. Yeah, I mean, it's but like, all
6: the time up to that movie being released is going to be hell. Oh
3: yeah, it's going to be insufferable. Stay yeah. off the Internet. Oh yeah. Uh, it's like when they recast Spider-Man for this next round of movies,
2: you Know what else you could do.
3: And it wasn't until Tom Holland showed up on camera on screen that people were like, "Oh, thank God.
2: you could do X23.": No, female Wolverine. all-new Wolverine.
3: You gonna jump right to X23?:
2: Why not? You Why could. not? Everybody loved the little girl in Logan. Why not?
3: Well, it won't be part of that
2: though. It doesn't have to. It's a different world, different reality. Mm. You know, days of the future past. all. No, everything got fucked up. Corey. I, but I, I think that with X 23, the,
6: just the character would be too much of a wild card for Avengers.
2: You know, like, attitude-wise? Wow, oh, no, definitely. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah. I mean, I'm just saying, if they wanted to do a female Wolverine, it really piss people off. Uh, <laughs> Kate Bishop. Yeah, but I'll bet Hawkeye's still around. Mm, I
3: think Hawkeye's going to get a happy ending at the end of this.
2: Hawkeye? Mm-hmm. Like, he's going to go to a massage parlor? and.
3: Yeah, exactly. How about, <laughs> people just how about we just take
2: that. every... Female
6: or gay or trans character who exists in the Marvel Universe and put them on the Avengers. Sure. I love it. Yeah. Hey, these are your Avengers. Yes. The rainbow Avengers.
3: Yeah. Yeah, The (laughs) multiculture pals from (laughs) Harvey Birdman, the French tickler, Juan Gigante.
2: All right, Zach. I got to open these phone lines back up. It's good to talk to you, buddy. Be good, boys. Bye, Zach. Later on.
3: And Jesse Jackson. Corey Michael says, "Give me Bishop. I, I love Bishop."
2: Juan Gigante. Uh,
3: when he's not, <laughs> cl- when he's not clamoring for Wooly Toots, he's clamoring for Bishop. Patrick Kavanaugh says, "Moon Knight."
2: Yeah, I love that. But I think Moon Knight. I, I would like to see Moon Knight done in more of a street level. You know, like yeah. Now that we're getting shows back, like you could do a Blade. Show. Tigra. You could do him. Oh yes! Oh my God, yes! <laughs> I wow. would love Tigra. <laughs> Thank you for calling THN Cover to Cover caller. Who it is? This is Ethan. Ethan, oh, <laughs> Ethan, like kicks his way in. The doors bust open. This is Boom. Ethan. It is I, Ethan. What do you want to rap about today? I
6: present Ethan. <laughs>
7: <laughs> <laughs> okay, you guys have to tell me that you have caught
2: up and finished all of Deadly Class. I have. I am caught up. Yes. I saw the finale. It. Oh man, that. Fucking show is so good. It was good. I love it. I don't. And then there's like people that are bagging on it. They're like, well, they, didn't, they didn't do this in the book. They didn't do that in the book. Yeah, I'm over arguing. Yeah, like Remender came out and said, I am doing this differently to do things that I wish I would have done in the book. And it's his. It's yeah, him. It's
7: almost exactly the book, but extra things that are also good.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Totally.
7: I it's com- not like they're changing things. They're just.
3: Adding things
2: right, they've added some stuff, I, man, I love that show,
3: I think it's great. I think the whole cast is is great, yeah uh, the villain uh was amazing, yeah,
2: uh, oh, and yeah. the
3: way that that resolved was like oh. gross and brutal,
2: well, and just the look of the show, they make it look like Wes Craig is painting the entire show It's crazy, uh like, yeah, the colors and the movement and like even the costumes. The actors they got look like West Craig drew them. Yes, it's nuts.
3: And oh man, it ended really on such think a great that
2: those, ended on such a great cliffhanger. I, mm-hmm. ah.
7: I really think that all of the actors are so good. Like the kid that they got for Marcus is just exactly Marcus. It's in crazy the comic. Like yeah. everything.
2: It's completely crazy. Like
7: the way he talks. And just enunciates everything. I'm like, that is just that character brought to life. Yeah. And what they've been doing with Lin. Because Lin's such a small part in the the book. And what they've done with his story. And especially in the, not the last episode, but episode nine. Kind of that little shock. I can't believe what they're doing there. And what extra drama then it's going to bring. Yeah. Oh,
2: such a good show!
3: I'll, I'm I was very pleased with it, and I hope it gets renewed because I really wanted
2: to go back. I think it will. It was a pretty big hit for sci-fi. And yeah, I mean, if Krypton
3: got renewed, <laughs> yeah. I'm the only person I know that watched Krypton. Oh my god! I try. I was like, you know what? That's it's a actually a really episodes. good show.
2: It's a really good show. It's, you just have there's to. There's nothing Superman about it. You have to it.
3: kind of divorce yourself from the whole Superman. I just thing. I just almost like, wish they would doing their own Called thing. it something else. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's fine. Like it, season two, Lobo is gonna show up.
2: Yeah, boy.
3: I don't even know, man. Like, oh God! They show they showed the guy in costume. <clears> he's like, that looks like Lobo.
2: Fair enough. I don't know. Um, but God, yeah, Bane Deadly is Class, running around in Gotham right now, which is just the dumbest shit in the world. And he looks like he's wearing. Like, he looks like Roboto from He Man, and he looks like he has a CPAP machine yeah, on a CPAP his face. Machine, right? Like, cause he snores too much or something, you know? Uh,
3: <laughs> but I, yeah, I think that these kind of off the beaten path uh, comic book shows are a really great fit on sci-fi. Yeah.
2: And they do a great job. They're super bloody. They can cuss because it's on after nine o'clock. So it's. Oh yeah. They were like totally hard. Dropping F-bombs in some episodes. Big time.
3: It's so Um, good. But yeah. Great, great show. Great show.
7: Yeah. I can't wait to see what happens. Like there are, there's not spoiling the comic, but there's some deaths that come up in the book that I'm already seriously feel like I'm going to cry knowing that yeah, they're coming. Totally. Because in the show, <laughs> they're making you love the characters even more. Cause they just don't have enough time to get to like really, uh, develop some of the side characters as much. Yeah. And so I'm just like already crushed, even though it hasn't happened yet. When,
3: oh, uh, when El Diablo, that's his name, right? The, that's what they call him. The, yeah. That's
8: the,
7: the father. Guy, the yeah. Dad. yeah.
3: When El Diablo shows up at the very end and his little sidekick shoots that one character, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. Like, I, out loud in my office,
2: I was not expecting that to happen. No rules, baby. But yeah. It's a, I'm, it's a Rick Remender story. Don't fall in love with anyone. It's true. He loves true. to punish his characters. Ethan, I love talking to you every week. I love you. I'm in love with you. Just so you know.
3: Wow! Well,
7: I've been waiting to
2: hear this. That, See? That went to, a, is.
7: went to a place. Yeah. Looks like I'm moving to Omaha. Hey! <laughs>
2: I got plenty of room. My wife will love it. Ethan, thank you for your call. We will talk to you very soon, sir.
0: Goodbye.
2: Bye. All right. <laughs> uh, shout out to Chris, uh, Chris Mounts in the
3: chat when we first got started. Who said Matt and Joe? Hair is on point and you're looking extra sexy.
2: Hey. Thanks, buddy. Thank you. Appreciate that. Um, somebody else had said the Black Knight. The Black Knight, yes. I love the Black Knight. Oh, Newsarama has this
3: cockamamie theory about the Black Fucking Knight being Newsarama. in the in the new Avengers Newsarama. movie.
2: Go to hell, Newsarama. You're the worst Twitter follow in the world. Thank you for calling THN cover to cover. Caller. They hung up. I don't know. Oh. Huh. Maybe they thought they didn't get through. Call back. You got through. Oh, someone else is beating them now. Thank you for calling THN Cover to Cover. Caller, who is? What's up, guys? It's Cat. Whoa! Hey, Cat. How are you? Cat, back off. Take your phone out of your mouth. Okay, hold on a second. Hold on a second. He <laughs> <laughs> <You're> was <just> like, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hey, there that you go. So much, sorry.
0: Much, better, I, so much better. I'm walking the dogs. I have a headset.
2: Oh, okay. Uh, oh, what's yeah. up, guys? Not too much. What's up with you? Uh. <laughs> Making comics, <laughs> Nice, nice <laughs> kind of nice. nonstop lately. Okay, so do you have an announcement um, to make on the show, or what? You said you teased us I with an announcement. An,
0: I, I don't have an announcement yet, but I will. I this will guy. say that me and my buddy, uh, who's a cartoonist, uh, Kane Lynch, we have a an all ages comic uh, pitched us together, and we're showing it around to a few different publishers. So nice. we were waiting awesome. to hear back from uh, from a couple. So we were hoping maybe we'd have something, but. This kind of stuff moves slow. Gotcha. So, yeah, yeah. The folks that we, uh, the folks that we sent it to, they were they were at Emerald City, so
2: maybe this week, you know. <laughs> did you go to Emerald City? I did not go to Emerald City. No, okay. no, no. All right. Um, uh, but
0: but yeah. Uh, so uh,
3: what what are you guys uh, talking about on the show today?
2: So the, the question of the week right now is your favorite miniseries that came out of an event.
3: Favorite favorite one shot tie in or or tie in miniseries right. that was part of a major event. So, oh, gosh. Like, um,
0: uh, it would have to be, would would it have to be something where the event the, had its own series kind of thing?
2: No, not necessarily. Or, or just like a one shot or a tie like, in issue? It could be something that ran through like Spider Man or something that yeah, ran yeah. through Daredevil or whatever, you know? Yeah, but okay. Your favorite okay,
0: event tie in. Okay. So, uh, I like, I I really dug Dark Green in general. I You're, thought that, that that was really a fun time you know in the avengers books sure but my favorite uh tie-in to that where it was like tangential but i was really glad it was like kind of worked in was uh gosh it wasn't it was a big can remember if it was number like 600 fuck like uh oh pardon me uh you're all right <laughs> uh the 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 numbers uh, uh it was the issue of thor where uh like the dark avengers like invaded asgard oh yeah
2: Sure, sure. And, oh man, that was totally great.
0: Uh, that was really cool, and it was just like I just thought, I just thought that that was like like cool as hell. Who was doing um,
3: Thor at that time? Was it Matt Fraction?
2: I think it was Matt Fraction
3: or J. Michael Straczynski, maybe.
2: No, it was I thought Fraction. it was
3: still Straczynski. Was yeah, it? Sure? I think it was. I, I think it was I think it was still Straczynski. in Coipel
0: Yeah, because yeah. uh, it was during that Quipel. That well, Quipel did work with Fraction too, but like. That was, uh, yeah, I just thought that issue was really cool. Uh, the other one that springs to mind is that one issue of Avengers that was a tie-in Civil War, where the, when it was kind of like, people were getting rounded up by the feds, by S.H.I.E.L.D., uh, for not signing the Registration Act, and I really liked the one where they just show up in Harlem, and, like, Luke Cage is just, like, at his apartment.
2: That was so good. <laughs> and, that was so good. And,
0: like, they're just surrounded by,
2: like, Because, like, they had uh, made the announcement, like, we're coming to arrest everyone, at like midnight uh-huh. tonight you know if you don't register and luke cage and like yep. these kid, like these kids are like sitting with a boom box listening to the news uh-huh. and luke cage walk by like yo luke you gonna register and he's like nope and like because <laughs> it's whack and he's like because it's uh-huh. whack <laughs> yep,
0: i was like yeah yeah yep, yep, and they're just exactly. like fuck and yeah he's just like sitting in his in his easy chair he's just like hanging out at his house and then it's midnight and yeah, Lenny, uh, you uh, drew the hell out of that. Yeah, I just, yeah, I just remember thinking that was great.
2: Yeah, because like Iron I know, Man I, I showed really up love, and was like, main, "Luke, not, don't make us yeah, do just, this. Open the door." And he's like, "Open it yourself." And, then, and they're like, <laughs> yeah, "Don't make us." So he's like, "Go ahead, Tony. Open the door."
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, man. yeah, totally, totally. Yeah, <laughs> that was really good. And because I didn't, I didn't really like the main Civil War series at all. But no, uh, I, uh, I, some of those tie-ins and that one stands out in particular. as one that was like. You know, it is a
3: good idea, right? Like this, the whole idea you know, of the,
2: the heroes are on the run, right? You know, it's kind of
3: interesting mm-hmm. for uh, for a, a period of time. Yeah,
2: it was fun, and like in the end, right yep. when like they finally take him down, yeah, and then that's and all what JD the, the shock sh- troops take him down, and then all of a sudden, Captain America's shield hits Tony in the back of the head, and like Jessica mm-hmm. Jones is washing this whole thing in a truck stop with the baby. And she's like, no, 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 no. I told you to leave. I told you to leave. And then she sees, yep. like, the camera sees Spider Man swing in and, like, Caps Avengers. And she's just like, yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and, yeah. And so great.
3: So that whole year of storylines uh, culminated. JD got to catch mentioned in the chat uh, with Siege, which, is, which right. was Norman Osborn finally going off the rails and yeah. trying to invade Asgard.
4: Yeah. Uh, okay. like,
3: like, for real, invading Asgard. So, yeah, that was Siege. Right. And then. Uh, but Osborne did it not. Was great, as Osborne did not have authorization. Like the government was like, "No, do not invade Asgard." And he's like, "I'm the Green Goblin, whatever." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, so yeah, they they have this big climactic battle. Uh, I believe the Sentry tears Ares in half.
2: Yeah, he murdered Ares. Yeah, that, that happened. happened. Yep. Yeah, he murdered Ares.
3: And then. Uh, And then it ends with, like, the heroes being restored to, like, their rightful status.
2: Didn't we also, that wasn't that where, like, uh, Nick Fury knew that Ares had a kid, Phobos or whatever. Yeah, yeah, Secret (laughs) Warriors. The God of Fear. Yeah. And they used him to, like, scare uh, Norman and his Avengers so bad that they
3: Maybe that was part of it. Yeah. yeah. It's been a while since I've read Siege, but I remember really liking it. And we never saw that kid again. Yeah, Secret Warriors. He (laughs) was a main character in Secret Warriors.
2: Yeah, but, like, that kid's gone. Long gone. I think they killed, I think he died. I think he died, yeah. Did he die? He, he dies in that series. Oh, that's right, yeah. because they had the thing, uh, the aftermath, where, like, he met his dad in, like, the fields of yeah, the Elysium right. fields or whatever. And then and... There,
3: was another, there was another mini event uh, called uh, Chaos Reign, maybe? And it was kind of tied to Hulk, like, Greg Pak's Hulk. I don't remember. And it was where all these dead characters came back to life briefly. It was a very, I like... Gotta, I... Go ahead.
0: I'm, I know, like, I'm just, I'm just, this well, maybe this will tie, and I know, like, you guys, you, you guys talking about Captain Marvel spoilers this week, I'm just, like, so, also just jazzed on the future of the Marvel Universe, and, I know, talking about all the, all the, the Roman, like, the Greek gods in, in the comics, like, I'm really curious if they're gonna tie the Eternals movie more to, you know, like, opening the door, you know, they have the Asgardians, maybe they'll have the Olympians, maybe yeah. they'll have some I would assume Olympians. so. I would love it. You know, cosmic god characters. I think you kind of have and, to, and, right?
2: Otherwise, yeah. why, otherwise, why <laughs> even similar. introduce the idea of the Eternals, unless you're going to go that direction with it? And we're already there. Yeah, we've already got like we've yeah. seen we've seen nowhere, which is the skull a yeah. of a celestial that people live in. You know, we've got the idea of yeah. the Infinity Stones created by something we else. We know that even there are we we
3: know that there are other realms. We've got right. Asgardians. You know, there's there's no yeah. reason why there isn't also a Mount Olympus out there.
2: Yeah, totally. And if yeah. Thor's gonna step want, down, I- put Hercules on that team. <laughs> And I want the dumb green Put, BDSM like where? <laughs> with the with the with like, the skirt. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. with skirt. Yeah, 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 And the weird green with suspenders with that don't hold anything up.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's get uh, because those DC moves are gonna happen. Let's get uh, Joe Magnello as Hercules alongside. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm into I it. Watch yes, 100. That that's
2: great casting. Done. <laughs> that's
3: perfect casting. <laughs> yeah, perfect. That is
0: really good. It, cause like, cause like Hemsworth like has like. You know, is confident, but I could just see that guy, like, try to out thor Yeah, for sure.
2: That totally. Yeah, yeah, Just, like, bronze sex machine, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but, like, introduce the idea that, like, just, like, the old, like, Greeks, he's, like, yeah, he's totally bisexual. He'll fuck anyone.
6: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, you sure? this is yeah, Hercules, baby. Get it on with. <laughs> Omnisexual. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
2: the, the,
0: I was, I'll totally, I'm totally down for on-screen uh, queer Hercules. Oh, uh, totally. Uh, like,
2: like too uh, beautiful be to live. Fun. You know, they're just like, oh <laughs> man. <laughs> and I want like the curly hair and the and the mustache. You know, yeah. <laughs> oh. It's just
0: just like it just like trying to mack it to
2: everyone. Right. Yeah. Like, I love it. Totally. So Black Widow and Cap. <laughs> like, totally. That
0: would
3: be awesome. Like uh, ripped up
2: Burt Reynolds, who's like not afraid of any sexuality. <laughs> <You know? laughs> All right, Kat, I got to open these phone lines. This got really perverted really fast.
0: Thanks for letting me gab gab with you guys. (laughs) No problem.
2: Anytime, buddy. High-functioning pervert, Jim Kettner, ladies and gentlemen. Always nice (laughs) to talk to you, sir. Bye, (laughs) Bye, bye, buddy. All right. The phone lines are back open. Uh, Newsarama. I just want to finish this thought. Worst Twitter follow ever. Because they constantly tweet stuff like, it's time we got a rated R Star Wars movie. Like, shut the fuck up. I know, I hate it. (laughs) Yeah. Thank you for calling Teach and Cover to Cover, caller. I've been watching, and you have fought so hard to get in here. It keeps popping up. You missed. You missed. You missed. Who this? JD catch. JD, JD. I should have known. He was just like spamming the recall button. <laughs> <laughs> How are we today, buddy? And more importantly, what do we want to rap about?
9: Um. Uh, well, I got a couple answers of the week. I missed last week. Okay. Uh, so uh, I just wanted to throw out there. That's an interesting one because there was a time where I was just like. I'd go to like to the bottom of the page on comicsology. Right. And just find like all the weird random stuff. So uh, one of the first ones that p- pops to mind for me is uh, an IDW series called Wild Blue Yonder.
2: Wild Blue Yonder.
3: Yes. Uh, Blue Yonder. Th- yeah. These were like yeah. uh, they had like sky cities or everybody lived on yeah. barges in the sky.
9: Yeah, it was post-apocalyptic. Uh, that Everyone had completely fucked up the surface, and so they lived on these big, you know, yeah. It's
2: like, like Waterworld water water in the, the
3: sky. Yeah, kind of, yeah. Waterworld world in the sky. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I loved Wild Blue well, no.
2: Yonder, yes. okay, was a great series. Looking at the covers, I totally remember it now.
3: Yeah,
9: yeah, and I loved the concept of, like, because ammunition and, and, and fuel was also scarce, that rather than, like, shooting at each other, they had these guys that they called guns that had, jetpacks and they just yes. jumped from plane to plane beating them, up, beating each other up with axes
2: and yeah. stuff. Yeah, because it, it was like the road warrior because like yeah. you couldn't go get this stuff. Once you fired something it just like fell to the ground. It's gone. You know, yeah. and like yeah. there's yeah. N- yeah. we can't make a whole bunch more ammo because we don't have you know, any way to you mine, mine the, the stuff. Yeah. Right, you can't make steel you know. I, oh man, that was a good book. Yeah. I don't think I yeah, finished it, it. I think uh, I read the first couple. I don't think I finished it.
9: It's got a really nice conclusion. I mean, it's it's got a really well rounded six issues, like done. I mean, it would make actually a really good movie more so than a TV show. I think it's
2: got really good art.
9: It was just really yeah yeah yeah. Was it
2: was like Zach Nelson Howard. Daniel, that's that's I think, think or Zach version, Howard. Yeah, Mike Raked and Zach Howard.
9: Uh you know, and Mike the the, the writer Raked. I haven't seen Mike Raked is the writer. writer. Oh, sorry.
3: So. Yeah, I don't know but anything that guy's written other than Wild uh-huh. Blue Yonder. No. No. <laughs> But yeah, Zach Howard, I love Zach Howard. Um, What else has he done? He did, like, The Cape, I think, right? Um, Yeah. He's done mostly IDW stuff, honestly. Oh, uh, did he also... He also drew uh, Warren Ellis's Trees, I believe, is Zach Howard. Oh! And Cemetery Beach. No, that's Jason Howard. No, no, no. no, Jason Howard. Different Howard.
2: That's his brother, Jason.
3: It's his uncle, but, but, Jason.
2: His baby brother.
9: Yeah, <laughs> the, the other one I thought of with last week's question was there was a boom series by Mark Wade, uh, drawn by Mink Osterveer called The Unknown.
4: Oh, I don't remember that. You ever
9: heard of
2: that. That sounds no. vaguely familiar. I'm looking it up. It's,
9: it's about uh, the uh, the the smartest woman alive, Catherine Allingham. She's like oh a yes, time detective.
3: I do remember she's got this. A brain tumor. Right. Yes, I remember that. Uh, I don't remember this.
9: That's another one that it's like no one talked about. I, I actually legitimately got it for free. Like, Comicology was just handing it out.
3: Oh, nice. Uh, yeah, that came yeah. out during the time where Mark Wade was editor in chief of Boom Studios. Okay.
9: Oh, okay. This yeah. It was a fantastic book. As far as like, Sherlock Holmes' analogs go, I loved what he did with that one. And it was just bonkers as far as like, the, the case and the, the storyline around it.
2: I still looking it up. I'm sorry. Mike Raked has apparently written a ton of stuff. Okay. Like he worked on Army <laughs> of Darkness. He worked on G.I. Joe. He did like a stand uh-huh. a one on uh, one issue of Uncanny X Men. Like he's huh. been all over. Crazy.
9: Cool. Yeah. Uh but yeah, as far as this week's question, uh I normally don't, don't like tie-ins, so I think my favorite one is the Civil War tie-in for Next Wave.
2: <laughs> that was a good one.
3: Where they're on the the cover holding up picket signs that say, like, please buy our book.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I just found Unknown, and now I totally recognize the cover. This is 2009. Yes, Mark Wade. I remember this. Totally. That was a great book.
9: And there was two volumes, too. The second one wasn't as good, but it was still, still, I mean, just really fun story. I don't think the first one
2: was at Boom. I think the first one may have been at Image. It was at Boom. Was it?
9: Yeah, I just I just reread it. Okay.
2: Morning. All right. I'll take a word for it. All right, JD. But, uh, yeah. I got somebody else I that's got, trying uh, to beat our door down, so.
9: All right, man. Well, uh check out the new recording. I sent it in. I got yeah, oh, it. Nice. We
3: got a new recording. segment for future episode. Kid we got a new butts. written yep. segment.
2: All right. You can always find JD's stuff at twoheadednerd.com. And yep. occasionally, occasionally on this very podcast. It's true. Where he shows that's off right. his, his sexy singing voice. JD, it's always good to talk to you, brother. Later, guys. All Bye, right. bud. The phone line is open and this poor person keeps trying to please call, call. Just just as I just open up. please
3: just call jason Sachs back
2: is it 206 yeah jason call us no just call it's him. open i don't know how to do that yes yeah, you on did this, it on this you new google it. voice i don't know how to do it
3: remember you called Ket back a couple weeks ago that
2: wasn't on this <laughs> <laughs> jason call me the phone line's open you can get in now i promise i promise um. What was the other one? It uh. There was something else. Newsarama tweet, like tweeted recently, and I think they do it just to get people pissed off. Yeah, it's clickbait. Yeah, but like, if you look at all the following tweets, it's everyone's just like, "Shut up! Stop it! You guys are idiots! <laughs> no one cares about this."
3: Oh, uh, he's got to go do
2: another call. All right, he left a voicemail, so we'll play the voicemail. Okay, we'll play the voicemail. Let's find that and play it. Let's see. Got it right he, here.
3: <laughs> well, hold on, because he's he left three. He's left one, two. Three,
2: four. So five, I'm just calling the voicemail. Six voicemails. Here we go. <laughs> I got, it, I got it right here.
4: Come on, buddy. Play. You can do this. Okay. There we go. Hey guys, it's Jason
10: Sachs. Uh, apparently, I can't uh, get through to the live line, so I am just calling the voicemail. So there's two, uh, ah. two classic answers to the question of. Best uh, one-shot or a size miniseries from a major event. Uh, one is Daredevil Inferno. Yep. In- Inferno crossover. And which was uh, not the greatest crossover, but the Daredevil issues by Ann Asenti and John Romita Jr. from the 1980s are amazing. Yes. Just, such uh, gorgeous storytelling, interesting characters, and just uh, amazing world-building, actually. Um, it's, like, way better than the story deserves. Uh, the other uh, side miniseries. Now, this is weird to call it a side miniseries because it's 52 damn issues, but that's 52 spinning out of Infinite Crisis. Um, it's just such a smart, clever, fun uh, comic with all those different storylines, uh, it just really uh, plays well, so much better than almost any other spin-off miniseries from any major event. Right up until you get to the Crime Bible. I can <laughs> overcome my
3: technology issues for next week. Talk to you later. Bye. Jason, I don't think it's you. I, it's not I you. think it's just it's uh, not I was, think it's a traffic issue. Yeah,
2: it was. It was just high tra- high volume traffic. Yeah,
3: yeah. And we will disregard these other uh, messages because we found the one that counts.
2: yeah. Uh, oh man, those Daredevil issues of Inferno, where Daredevil like wakes up in the hospital. Doesn't I, he fight a vacuum? I can't remember why he was all beat up. I don't remember. I think Typhoid Mary fucked him up or something, but I I, I don't remember. But he was like all bandaged up. And they left his mask on because they were, like, they wanted to respect his privacy and whatever. But they bandaged his face up. And he wakes up, like, as all the machinery around him is, like, coming to life and trying to kill him. And he just, like, pulls the wires out of him. So, and he's not speaking. He doesn't say a word. Yeah. He just becomes this, like, one-man demon murder machine <laughs> and, like, <laughs> walks out into the streets of New York with his club and just starts attacking demons. And there's, like, a whole episode where... Uh, pardon me, a whole issue where a subway, like, comes to life and turns into this, like, giant, like, worm dragon thing and the people inside the subway are, like, burning and, and it's, like, leaping out of the street and, like, back into the, back into the subway tunnels and Daredevil, like, climbs onto the top of it and, like, pulls back on its horns and steers it up, like, into the street and saves everybody. Oh, my God, that issue was so good. And John Romita Jr. just drawing the hell out of Daredevil. Oh,
3: loved it. In general, I think the
2: Inferno tie-ins are better than the main story. (laughs) The main story was stupid. Uh, I really loved the- Like, uh, if we're not careful, we're going to end up recapping Inferno (laughs) on Tales Too Terrible to Tell. It sucked.
3: I really loved the Amazing Spider-Man issues where uh, Todd McFarlane was drawing them, and he was fighting Mysterio, and there was an elevator that ate somebody. Yeah. (laughs) That's all I remember is an (laughs) elevator ate somebody. Like, it- they walk in, it's a normal elevator, and then all of a sudden you realize it's got a uh, mouth and huge teeth and it chomps down, yep. smush.
2: It was great. It was scary stuff. I loved it. Uh, let's check some of these voicemails. Yeah, it's about time. Surely.
3: So we got lots of voicemails, actually. Um, here we go. Our first one was from yesterday, 4.02. Yep.
2: Let's see it right here. Oh, okay, they get cut off, and so let's do the first one first.
3: Oh, there yeah. For go. some reason, the first yeah. one shows up second.
2: Their piss got cut off too. Like, well, that was rude. <laughs> it's not me, man. It's the Google machine. It's, it's Google. Yeah, it's the Googler.
11: Hey, nerds. Uh, this is the new guy. I don't have a the new an answer guy. To the question of the week, but a couple of weeks ago, a question of mine was the focus of a comic pusher segment, so I felt honor bound to follow up on Joe and Matt's suggestions. Uh, I asked about favorites, character, writer pairings, and I'm starting with. Uh, Matt's Marvel suggestions because I already have the app and I'm a cheap bastard. Okay. Uh, So Daredevil by Brian Michael Bendis uh, and Alex Malev, Maleev? Maleev. Maleev, whatever. Alex M. Uh, These are the first Daredevil stories I've read. Uh, I thankfully avoided the movie and unfortunately haven't caught the Netflix show yet, so this is all new to me. Um, these are great stories, uh, that are more grounded and street level than I'm used to, uh, and they could probably work either in a superhero universe or in a reality-based universe. Um, there, there aren't a lot of stereotypical comic bookie or B-movie type cheats. Uh, this series has relatively few MacGuffins. Um, the stories pay off and they are earned, uh, the gritty photo reference visual style mostly worked, uh, especially with the mob stories that pop up throughout the run. Definitely. Um, I like the courtroom stuff, uh, and I actually could have used more of it. Uh, other than the Kingpin and the mob-focused storylines, I think I like the White Tiger storyline the best. Mm. Uh, and it took place entirely around a single trial. Uh, it's basically three issues of Murdoch defending right, his yeah. own actions was yeah. the legal defense of another superhero. And I think trying to convince himself of the legitimacy of his vigilante activity as much as he's trying to convince the jury of uh, White Tiger's innocence. Uh, It's really good stuff. Um, The photo reference style of the art, like I said, mostly worked for me, uh, especially with the mob stories that pop up. Uh, But there are some exceptions, like when a character is showing a lot of emotion. Uh, Brooding and contemplation look really good, but something like joy or surprise uh, threw me right down the uncanny valley and into an episode of Tom Goes to the Mayor. I'll give him that. Uh, so, uh, for example, there's a, a storyline with the owl and uh, mutant growth hormone. Um, and there's a woman in a limo, and she's asking about the side effects of this new drug. And she, there's two other guys in there. Uh, and I think what they were trying to convey with her was some kind of naive interest. But what uh, Alex M. went with uh, looks more like a woman who uh, proudly farted in front of two people in an enclosed area and is enjoying the smell of her own cooking. Uh, by the way, the owl is fucking annoying. Um, the, run, the entire run ends well, with Murdoch's past catching up to him and is, uh, threatening his entire public life work. Uh, really builds up uh, throughout the entire thing. It's really good. Um, throughout, uh, his run is, seems like the profile of a man who compartmentalizes two opposing philosophies within himself uh, as we get to witness them, uh, witness a battle between them play itself out in increasing intensity. Uh, It's a lawyer who believes. Oh, got it. Well, that was goddamn rude. I didn't know there was a two minutes cutoff here. All right. Well, uh, this new guy again, finishing up my thing. Um, Daredevil, Brian Michael Bendis, really good um great suggestion matt Uh, i'm finally going to watch the netflix show and then i'm going to start reading uh jason Aaron's thor i'll get to joe's suggestions as soon as i can find them on sale or whenever the goddamn dc app is worth paying for
2: there you go
3: there you go hey i did not know that the new guy was a nebraska local i didn't either how about that yeah are you new guy let us know are you from omaha are you just from uh the state
2: or are you masking your phone number like all the bots that call me all day every day do
3: we know who you are do we know each other Do in we real we life? Know you?
2: Can you? G'day,
8: nerds. What is up, Jimmy? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> All right, let's get to Jimmy Randall. Uh... G'day, nerds. What is up, Jimmy Randall? Here with my MP3. So, first thing I want to rap about is I cannot believe that we we live in a time and age where we're going to get an animated "What If" TV show. I know. Like, I'm freaking pumped for that. It's so good. Like, there's so many stories they can tell. And, like, you guys spoke about on the last regular uh, episode, like, I, I hope they do pull from the comics and not the TV shows. Like, yes. some of the original What If stories were really nuanced and beautiful. It was one that I really liked um, What If Spider Man Never Became a Crime Fighter? Like, really good. And then there were some amazing ones as well that were just so bad. They were great. What if Nick Fury and the Howling Commandos fought World War II in outer space? Uh, What if Wolverine became Lord of the Vampires? Like I remember that. Maybe they should do that, do one ridiculous one one week and then the next week do one that's actually, you know, got some substance, a bit of of poetry to it. That would be great. So really looking forward to that. Um, All right, so question of the week, what is my favourite sort of, one-shot or mini-series that spins out of a event um all right let's cast our minds back to the far off year of 2015 there we go we've got some time travel sound effects brilliant um where monsters dwell by garth ennis Yes. it was Ah, i think four issues totally removed from everything else that was going on around that time Quick edit, I don't mention <laughs> what series this spins out of, and it came from Marvel Comics Secret Wars. Yes. Uh, not the good one, the the other one, not the one you're thinking about. <laughs> All right, let's keep going.
2: Not the good one.
8: And it was just pure <laughs> Ennis goodness. Um, I picked it up basically because there was dinosaurs on the cover and every time there's a dinosaur on the cover of a comic, I buy it. And was just blown away by how amazing it was. And, you know, pure Ennis style. There's, uh, you know, an island full of female-only lesbian Amazons. Uh, a Womanizing <laughs> air fighter pilot who is threatened to have his uh, junk cut off. It's, it's just all amazing stuff. So there we go. And that's my two minutes. Love you guys. Bye.
3: <laughs> Thank you, Jimmy. Thank you. Yes. Uh, oh. <laughs> Secret Wars had many... Uh, uh, mini series tie-ins that weren't part of the plot of secret wars it was um they took place on different sections of battle world right uh, which was a a world created from chunks of various what if realities
2: right and it barely made any sense
3: it made perfect sense it was Mm. jonathan nickman all you had to do was read it Mm. yeah Mm. uh and at the end Reed richards becomes god and yeah (laughs)
2: No, Reed yeah. didn't. Franklin kind of did, and Reed helped him help yeah, Franklin right. fart yeah, out yeah, new yeah, yeah, universes. Yeah, exactly right. Whatever he like uh, pushed on Franklin's belly, and Franklin would fart out a new universe.
3: Hmm. Uh, Phil Lee in the chat says the What If series will hopefully mix the animation styles of each story, like Love, Death, and Robots. I
2: totally agree. That's what I want to see. Like, yeah. if you're gonna do like a What If story that took place in the '80s, draw it like super '80s style. Right. You know, like I would love to see them do like a what if X Men thing from that time where they like ape the old school X Men cartoon animation. That would be sure, yeah, hilarious. That'd be so fun. Oh, I'm totally with you, Phil. Let's get to our answers.
3: We have three more voicemails.
2: No, one of them is a double.
3: No, we have three more voicemails.
2: We do, yes. Where are you at? Go back out. Oh, six one. I thought six one four and six one seven were the no. same.
3: Well, even if it was doubles, we'd have to play one of them.
2: No, we don't. We can do whatever we want on this show. Oh, Nobody okay. tells us how to live. I guess that's true. These people are not our fucking dads, okay? Hey, nerds,
3: it's BS3. I'm
12: driving around with BS4 today. Thought I'd call in with an answer. Uh, so tie-ins are great. Uh, the, the most joy I ever felt at a tie-in was the Larflea's holiday special that came out for uh, brightest day.
2: <laughs> that was great.
12: Was odd little one-shot. It's just a couple of short stories, and there's even a, a cookies recipe for making uh, orange marmalade uh, uh, Larflea's cookies, um, and it's a nice little Christmas story. I loved it, and uh, I, I liked being able to see that character again. Uh, I, I know now he's kind of like a staple of the DC universe. A staples is a strong statement, right? Uh, um, but it was the first time we got to see it, and it was all due to that one shot. Uh, something that doesn't count because it's not a miniseries or a one shot is I really, really love um, in John Burns, the thing when he stayed on Battle World uh, during Secret Wars, because uh, it was nice to be able to explore the world as part of a continuing series. Um, I love that so much, but I know it doesn't count because it's not a one shot or a mini.
2: I know we decided anyway, to. No, That's all okay. well, nerds.
3: Uh, be well, uh, and we'll talk to you later. Bye.
2: All right. Sp- yeah, at Spank BS4 for us. At Tell the him end his of, uncle said hey.
3: At the end of the original Secret Wars thing. Decides to stay because on Battle World he can uh, be human. Oh, that's
2: right.
3: Yeah, and uh, he's not ready to give that up.
2: No, hmm. which is easily the most like interesting thing about the thing when he stops being the thing, right? Yeah, and he goes back to Ben Grimm. Right? No, not right. That sucks. No, it's fun. <laughs> no, I do not want to see human Ben Grimm. I don't give a crap about human Ben Grimm. Oh man, Heather, the baby came. Oh. Oh, the baby came. Nice. Congratulations, Heather. Oh, man. Like, it didn't just happen, right? Yeah, she's literally second
3: (laughs) post-delivery. Clean yourself up, Heather. Heather, we need to know, what did you
2: name the baby? What was the baby's name? Did you go Larflees? That was (laughs) my
3: guess. (laughs) Oliver or Logan. Yeah. Or no, her last name's Oliver. Grayson. Grayson? They named
2: him Grayson. That's a great name. Perfect. That's a great name.
3: That's so good. Nice job congratulations be- that's wonderful it's
2: better than larflees oh i see uh, uh chod that was another one we really. Liked. <laughs> uh, i believe it's chode yeah chode there's a little yeah there's a thing in there. in there an accent all right james Kaplan. heather hey guys. guys great james job
1: Kaplan here uh calling in with an answer for the question of the week um one of my favorite uh event tie-ins ever was batman night of vengeance yeah uh, which was a for Flashpoint, which,
8: you know, oh, was not yeah.
1: a particularly good event. It wasn't no. horrific, but it, like, it wasn't great. It led Obviously, to a lot of bad things. It was surprisingly a good, good event, though. Um, mm. But Night of Vengeance was written by Brian Nazarello with art by Eduardo Riso and was just an incredible dark story about, like, Thomas Wayne, the Batman, and uh, I guess I don't really, I don't know if it's a spoiler as far as, not uh, it's a year old comic, but that, like, the Joker actually turns out to be Martha Wayne, yeah. which is a pretty incredible story. Yeah. The other one I was thinking of was Convergence Shazam. I think it was, like, yes, basically the Shazam characters run into, the, like, Gotham by Gaslight characters. I don't even remember that part. I just remember that, you know, with Jeff Parker... And Doc Shane are doing just yes. incredible art. Yeah, um, I wanted a, really a Shazam book by those guys. Uh, read. I don't know. Um, anyway, hope you guys are doing well. I'm excited because tonight I'm going with a friend to see an early showing of Shazam. Oh, you son of, of a Shazam, bitch! So that should be fun. Anyway, nice, take nice, care. Nice.
2: Jealous. Jealous. I am jealous. The too. only thing I remember about conversion is whenever we said it, we went, Convert! <laughs> convergence yeah. convergence not conversion uh conver- <laughs>
3: convergence was very similar conversion
2: was that story where all the gay superheroes went to uh, the church and they made them pray the gay yeah, way and they got much better right? and they were converted yeah yeah, 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 yeah. right um, i ain't gay no more <laughs> I like women. <laughs> Have you seen that video? No. It's like this. Oh god, it's so bad. It's like a Southern Baptist church, and like black preacher is like the demons come out of this man, and the guy's wiggling and like you know, blah, 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 blah. and he starts going, "I ain't gay no more." <laughs> so stupid. I like women. <laughs> He's like growling. Oh god. Yikes!
3: <laughs> like, What did you do to him? Um, yeah, convergence was very similar to uh jonathan hickman's secret wars in the sense that it was like different worlds of the multiverse everybody got got converged yeah they got they got converged converged uh not a great event but uh some great uh individual tie-in yes some fun stuff happened and yeah convergence is what actually got us the real superman back so thank you
2: that's true uh, the Azzarillo Batman thing—that was going to be one of my answers. Oh yeah, that flashpoint and, series. Because I had was. two answers, so he just took that one off.
3: So good, the man.
2: It was not yeah. just good; it was gut wrenching, yes. man.
3: All right, oh. we got one last voicemail. Right. It's from our buddy Meatloaf. Oh, calling calls. from CTV. He actually had the balls calling. He's like, oh, he's going to make fun of me. I don't, I don't want to call it. <laughs> it's
4: three minutes of silence. Awesome. Yeah,
2: he didn't say anything. There's nothing here. Oh. Literally nothing. What happened? God damn it, meatloaf. It's just so meatloaf. <laughs> yeah. uh, All right. Classic meatloaf.
3: Classic meatloaf. Let's get
2: to our answers. Wah, wah. You go first. What's your answer?
3: All right. So, I don't know if you guys uh Know this about me, but I'm a huge fan of a little series called Starman. No, I've, I'm, I'm yeah, sorry. Can I don't you know. I don't know if I've mentioned it on the show. Oh before. Lord,
2: I think I've told you that we have to put this one away. Um, <laughs> uh,
3: but this is not about the series as a, as a whole. This okay. is, um, this is about the DC 1 million crossover,
2: okay? Um, oh, that's what you okay, which
3: was uh, a, a Grant Morrison event, uh, uh, spinning out of his JLA where uh, the Justice Legion. From the eight hundred and fifty third century, yeah, uh, comes back in time. I remember, there's
2: a Wonder Woman that was made of marble. She was made out
3: of marble. She yeah, was so cool. And uh, and so they come back in time to meet the present day Justice League. And there is a, oops, a Vandal Savage accidentally implanted a virus in Our Man, and now everybody's yeah. doomed. And blah blah blah. Hilarity ensues. So <laughs> you had you had the main series, and you had a few of the tie in books that actually were. Part of the plot, like obviously the JLA one,
6: right?
3: Uh, but most of them were just like fun stories of like, here's what this character is like in this century. Uh, specifically, there is the Hitman One Million, where a, a group of kids accidentally bring Tommy Monaghan to the 853rd century. Yeah, um, and, uh, and and hilarity does ensue there, um, but. My favorite event tie-in is the Starman One Million, um, which was pretty crucial actually to the
2: plot of DC One Million. I had no memory of this until you started talking about it, and then yes. it started coming back.
3: So one of the members of the Justice Legion is a Starman, and right. he goes to meet Ted Knight, the original Starman from the forties, and um, he's know, a
2: crazy powerful though, right? Yeah, I mean compared he's to the other Starman, yeah. yeah.
3: Um, and so he, you know. Talks to Ted and tells him like like your legacy lives on into the future, like your name will live on forever uh, because of what you've done. And uh, they talk about a bit about like the history of, of of Starman and what happens and how it's passed along and how there was this weird like three thousand year gap where people just forgot about Starman. There was right. no Starman, um, and how not all of them were good. There were a couple of them were bad guys. Mm-hmm. Um, and you come to find out that this Starman is a traitor he's a traitor to the justice legion and he is working for the villain uh solaris uh to steal a fragment of kryptonite that ted found in the 40s or 60s or whenever um so that he could bury it on mars so that solaris could use it to kill superman in the future
2: oh that's r- okay yeah yeah yeah
3: uh and uh the story goes a little bit crazy from there uh as you go into the other chapters. Right. But it's just this like it's this great story about how there's this huge legacy and the guy just fucking hates it. Yeah. He doesn't he can't live up to it. He doesn't want to live up to yep. it. He feels trapped by it. Just like Jack did. Yeah. Like, except for Jack comes around, but right, um, yeah, and it's a great story, and it is probably my favorite tie into an event.
2: That's a good one. Yeah, that's a really good one. So mine was lifted, so I went back to my second one, and it sort of started in one event, and then it carried through. Well, I guess it was all in the same event. So it's also Civil War related, and we agree Civil War was not great. No, but there was a lot of great things that happened around it. Yes, part of which was the Thunderbolts book that would become. Dark Avengers, when this was when Norman took over Thunderbolts first. Well, this was that was way later. That was way later. No, no,
3: it wasn't. It couldn't Norman have been. Norman didn't take over the Thunderbolts until after Secret Invasion because that's when he got put in charge of the of shield or whatever. But
2: the Thunderbolts at the time were helping round up heroes for the Civil War that didn't register. And I know this because they went after Jack Flagg and they were, it was like Venom and it that was, was
3: not part of civil war wasn't that civil war no that was part of dark rain
2: that was part of dark rain yes okay well they were going to arrest jack flag basically and they yeah. were like like we gotta go clean up the z-list dork right and who's nobody let's go get him and it's like venom and you've got norman in moonstone, the moonstone in uh, the iron, iron man Patriot. yeah,
3: yeah. Uh, moonstone who
2: else was there uh zodiac and then somebody else was no, or no he wasn't zodiac. on that team
3: um there was Bullseye was disguised Bullseye as was Hawkeye yeah. for a time.
2: Oh, they, and they were super evil. Yeah. And they're like, all right, let's just go kill this guy. And Jack Flagg wipes the floor with them, <laughs> like, <laughs> like kicks their asses single handedly. And it just like, what? It was such a fun surprise. But then in the end, they break Jack Flagg's back. And he gets thrown in the prison in the negative zone. the negative zone prison. Right? Right. And then we flash forward to, uh, later on in the series, a Guardians of the Galaxy spinoff where we go to the negative zone prison. And the negative zone prison, they just stuck it in there. And they were like, forget it. You'll be fine in there. Little did we know that Annihilus was also in there. uh, (laughs) Like, um,
3: Reed and Tony built this prison in the negative zone. And then when the Civil War happened and things went to shit, they were just like,
2: Abandoned. They called it like Area 53. It was or like, like
3: that. Uh, yeah. I think it was 42. It's like, Area yeah, 42. Like that. That's right. Um, and then, yeah, it gets, it
2: gets taken over by Blastar. Yeah. So Blastar shows up with the remnants of the Annihilation Wave, basically. Right. Like, yeah. I'm in charge now. Yeah. Because the Guardians killed Annihilus and someone's got to fill that void. And the prisoners of the prison. Have to defend it basically, and they're they're like, no one here is a leader. We don't know what to do. We're all just like a bunch of dorks, and Jack and, Flag. and they come to Jack Flag in a wheelchair, yeah, right, who cannot walk at this point because his back is broken, and they're like, you gotta you gotta lead us. You gotta tell us what to do, and Jack Flag successfully holds off Blaster and the Annihilation Wave. Well, yeah, because with a Z List group of dorks that are in this prison, like, oh my God, it was so good. The prison
3: wasn't <laughs> necessarily full of villains; it was heroes. It was that heroes and. Register. But it
2: was heroes and villains. It was yeah. just Z List characters, sure. basically, and they all had to get to get like Spot was there and stuff. Yeah, and like, oh. Man, it was so yeah, I remember that. cool. Yeah, I definitely remember. Because you that. got to see all these just dork characters, like and Jack Flag. It's like, well, look, you've got this power. You're gonna do this. You're gonna work with him because, like, alone your powers are dumb. Together, you guys are totally badass. And they were like, yeah. <laughs> like, no, oh God, <laughs> it was so great. Loved it. All right, new question of the week, Joe Patrick. All right, on. all right, all right. Our new question
3: of the week comes from Agzilla via the THN forms, I think that's our buddy Nate Aguilar. Nathan
2: Aguilar. Which, Spanish for, the eagle. The eagle,
3: yeah. No, that's Aguila.
2: Aguila. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the eagler. Yeah, the eagler. I believe,
3: <laughs> yes. I liked Captain Marvel, but one of the critiques I've heard is that she wasn't quote-unquote big enough to have her own movie. Like now, fat enough? No, like she's not a, 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 not a big name, right?
2: Yeah, not like Ant-Man.
3: Yes. And right. this is not Nate's argument. He's right. just saying that's something that he heard. Stupid. Uh, so, like, he doesn't want to get into like what, what you thought about the movie. This is not about that. His question is if not her, then who? If you had to pick a character to bridge the Earth to space cosmic role, who would you pick if not Carol?
2: I already have my answer. Me too. It's easy. Yep. That was super easy. It's it, a good one. It's, yeah. a, th- it's a good, uh, it's a good it's discussion. A good thinker. Yeah, yeah. Like, so we're looking for other. Cosmic characters that came from Earth, basically. Yeah,
3: that kind of span the gap between they would need to be Earth Earth-based Avenger stories and right. Cosmic
2: Guardians type yeah. stuff. so don't come at us with Fire Lord or something. It's got, it's got to be Earth-based. Silver Surfer. <laughs> I do love the <laughs> Silver Surfer. <laughs> All right, I'm sorry we got started late today, but we had a, a lot of fun. Thank you everybody that called in. Heather, congratulations on the new damn baby. Baby Grayson. Baby Grayson. I love it. We're just going to call him Dick. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs>
3: No, he's Rick now. He goes by Rick now. He does? Yeah, it's real stupid. What? It's very dumb. Dick Grayson's going by Rick Grayson? He's got amnesia because he got shot in the face. Remember? He got shot in the oh, head. Oh, that's right. Uh, anyway, forgot. Harvey Locus says the Thor tie-in mini to Original Sin is his answer of the week. I don't remember that.
2: I don't either. I don't remember Original Sin being very good, though. I remember no. we were pretty pissed off the Original yeah. Sin, as I recall. Did
3: bad things to characters that I really like. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, can we stop, please? We're We've done. have got so
2: much more recording to Thank do. Thank you to everybody that called in. We had a super fun time. Thank you to everybody that supports this show on Patreon and occasionally just shoots us money on PayPal for no reason. I think that's awesome. I think
3: of all of our PayPal people are like just recurring donors that never tra- transferred it's over to Patreon. It's fine
2: with me. It's fine with me. We appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. And uh, like I said, we're introducing a new segment that we're calling Tales Too Terrible to Tell. We're going to finish recording that now where we recap really, really bad event comics. So maybe we'll do Original Sin someday. If you've got a bad one, you want us to recap, shoot it to us, let's talk. And if you are on our Patreon at $5 a month, you have access to that show. It's totally awesome. But for now, this is the Two-Headed Nerd, signing off.